This is Nikki Bruno, as always, with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women and men who have gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today is one of my super luckiest days because we have a man, a male guest with us today. His name is Tommy Maloney. He is absolutely wonderful. And I can't wait for you to hear from him and hear his story. Tommy, thank you so much for joining me today. Nikki, I'm honored to be here serving your listeners, your audience. I am here and ready. Here and ready. I love it. This is going to be a good one. I'm here and ready too. Sweet. We're or both here and ready. Quarantine and all, yes. So we're both here and ready. I'm, Tommy, I'm going to hand you the mic to introduce yourself. Um, would you please let us know who are you, where are you from, and how do you keep yourself busy during these, um, during these very self-isolating times? <laughs> well, I'm Tommy Maloney, like you said, Nikki. I am the co-founder of what's called Blending the Family, and I don't know if you can see behind me, there's an artist rendition of the logo, Blending the Family, done by my lovely and talented wife. I live here in Greeley, Colorado, which is north of Denver, and what keeps me busy? Our puppy Otis these days. Say that again, our what these days? Our puppy Otis. Oh, your puppy, Otis. Yes. Oh my gosh, how old is Otis right now? Uh, coming up on four months. What a coincidence. I have a four-month-old kitten named Jade. Oh. <laughs> I locked him in another room to, to, so that I could record the podcast. But yes, it's so great to have a fur baby during It is. It really is. And actually, he's napping right now because he was getting a little ornery. So yes, he, he too is in lockdown within the lockdown of quarantine. Yes, totally. So you live in Colorado and you have a company called Blending the Family. Tell me a little bit more about your company. I know a little more about your company, but I want <laughs> listeners to hear a little oh, yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, Blending the Family was created when I got remarried to my wife, Anne. She has two awesome daughters, Betsy and Becca, and I have a son named Connor. And we, uh, Anne and I, couldn't find any material out there that would help, you know, the modern age Brady Bunch. So we started formulating our own ideas, including uh, one of the things we said that if the kids didn't get along, that we weren't going to continue dating because that wouldn't be fair to the kids to put them in a situation that just wasn't comfortable, comfortable for them. So God bless the kids. They all get along. Uh, they are they treat each other like uh, the annoying brother and the annoying sisters and it, it's wonderful. And so I wanted to take that and help other families create positive blended families. And uh, just like you, Nikki, I have a podcast called Blending the Family. I'm working on my third book, uh, which is based on uh, some wacky advice from my dad, uh, which was ended up a becoming a, was a TEDx talk. So yeah, blending family other than Otis keeps me keeps me grounded. Otis keeps you grounded. Well, if he's anything like my kitten, like he scratches you and bites you like mad. Uh, I know you can't see all my hands. I've got, uh, yeah, my hands are all chewed up. Uh, yeah, every day is a new adventure with Otis. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. 
Um, totally get it. Yeah, and and what I would like to what I would like to feature about um, about blended family is that, um, and just what I admire so much about what I know about you know your and your wife's approach to blending your families is that you did it in a way that 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 was child centered and in a way that was intentional intentional not just hey let's get let's just get together and throw a whole bunch of stuff in a pot and see what happens exactly you did it in an intentional way um and so i cannot even say how much i admire that so moving on to uh to the topic of of this podcast um as you know tommy this is a podcast um, by and for people who've gone through some really rough stuff i like to call it absolute caca <laughs> would you would you please summarize what you went through and what was the worstest worstest part? Well, actually, I want to take the question. I want to take it farther back to when my parents got divorced. I witnessed the both my mom and dad fighting. I witnessed the day my dad left, and I was raised by a single tough mom. Worked two jobs to support us. I wouldn't be. You know, the parent uh, today without the love of my mom and my dad, uh, my dad and I have a great relationship. He, you know, one of the things I feel that I missed and what I learned going through my own divorce was spending time with my dad. I really, looking back, really wish I had been able to spend more time with him because kids need, you know, they need both parents, but I found find it as, as a boy, I really needed my dad. And so when I got divorced, I wanted to make sure that I stayed connected and stayed in my son's life as, as best I can. And so even though it was, it was trauma, the, the best thing that actually came out of it was uh, getting remarried to my wife, Anne, and again, creating this positive blended family where, again, you hear horror stories of uh, families uh, remarrying and, and having those traumatic moments where the kids just don't get along and the parents are constantly fighting because of the kids. And so I'm just, again, truly honored that our kids get along and that, um, you know, we're not truly the Brady Bunch because we just can't afford Alice. <laughs> you can't afford Alice. Oh, who can afford Alice? I want an Alice in my life. Um, yeah. So you you're the king, you are the king of segues for me, Tommy, because you because you really you've addressed you've addressed the um, kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly. What I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about you know the best thing about being where you are now, because I mean it really takes like it takes that warrior energy to get to the other side. Um, I mean not only of your own parents' divorce when you're a kid. I mean there's no like there's no way to kind of under you know understate how how hard that can be for a child but also going through a divorce yourself. Um, so that, you know, that, that's what, that's in my opinion, the, my guests that I have on this podcast, like that's, that is what makes them warriors. Like really like finding a way to, to, pow to power through, to get beyond, to get to the other side. What's the, you know, the, the next question I have is what's the best thing about being on the other side? And it sounds like, you know, the, the blessings that have come to you kind of stemming from or, or coming out of going through something traumatic are that are the, the beauty of your family now, you know, the beautiful blended family that you have now. Is there anything you would want to add to that? Well, it, definitely, Nikki, because again, I, I really feel that 
too many relationships, be it the man coming into the relationship or the, the female coming into the relationship, it's their way or the highway. And I was very blessed with a bonus dad that when he uh, came into my life, he, he didn't do that to me. He didn't you know, lay down the law. And so I learned so much uh, from my bonus dad and I, and I was learning without really learning. And when I uh, got into the relationship with Anne and her daughters, and I, I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to not necessarily be a friend, but I want them to know that I love their mom. Uh, I'm going to be there for them, support them as best I can. And at the same time, you know, here's here's my son who is going to be uh, there for them as well. And he's shown that. So I'm just, again, Nikki, I'm just super proud of what we've created. And I just wish other uh, parents uh, would think about the kids first instead of their, um, their ego first. Yeah. You know, one of the ways that I like to, to think about it is that, um, How do I say this? Big pause. How do I say this? I, I think it's so important not just to not to ne not not to necessarily create like a a hierarchy of who's most important or not. You know, to to make to like to make everyone important, right? Like, and I, I struggle with this as as a, as a single mom, and you know, wanting to you know because we always think as parents like our instinct is kind of to sacrifice everything. I'll speak for myself. My, inst my instinct on the one hand is to sacrifice everything for my children and to think of them first, quote unquote. But, the, but one of the problematic things for me is that if I'm only thinking about my children, if I'm ignoring my own needs, then, I, then I'm, not, I'm not in a place where I'm being a good parent then either, right? So, you know, the question for me becomes, how do we integrate how do we how do we make sure that everyone's needs are being considered and that everyone's needs have you know feel like they have an equal weight as opposed to like okay who gets the biggest who gets the who gets the the prime part of the steak <laughs> you know right. and everybody else gets like the you know the the everyone else sort of gets like the you know the crappy cut <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> you know it, it is difficult you know, I, I experienced it too when when I was uh, after my divorce and I was a single dad. But for me, it was a realization that I thought when I got married the first time that it was death to us part. And I would come home from a business trip and my son would want to play. And I would be like, oh, can we wait? You know, daddy's tired, just got off a plane, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I took that time for granted. And so... I, I waited after my divorce to date, and I did date uh, one gal before I got um, married to Anne, and she started taking a little too much my time, and when she was taking too much of my time, it was taking away from my son's time, and so it is hard, Nikki, you know, how, how to have that balance, but you have to do what's best for you. You know, there, there is no cutty-cutter a cookie cutter way of doing it and so what what is best for you is not going to be best for me what's best for me is not going to be best for one of your listeners and so you got to do with what you feel is right and but you have a valid point and that is well what about nikki's needs you know what about nikki socializing with adults what about 
you know, Nikki going out and uh, experiencing, you know, a, a new relationship. And so it is hard. I mean, I witnessed it with my mom. I mean, she dated some idiots. Um, but at the same time, that's, that's what she needed to do before, you know, obviously uh, meeting my bonus dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could talk about that, this topic for a long time. I've, uh, I, I'm going to move on to this one. Uh, Tommy, who, who are some other warriors who've gone through some, some caca like you? Um, and they've come out on the other side. Maybe perhaps some folks who've, in, who've inspired you on your journey and who might be good guests on this podcast. I want people to know that I'm democratic in, in finding my guests for this, for this show. I, I know it's going to sound like a cliche, but my wife, my, my wife and I come from a very similar uh, uh, former marriage where we were very both put on the background. Uh, our former spouses were very controlling. And so I watched my wife grow. I mean, it, it's just been amazing, Nikki. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not as mature <laughs> with her as far as the growth goes, especially when, you know, you're divorced and you still have that hatred towards your, your former spouse. I mean, I watch my wife just get out of her own way and it's just so beautiful. But to reverse it, um, I have a, a, a guest on, on my podcast that I interviewed. His name is Mark Williams and he is doing some just, phenomenal work in the UK as far as uh, fatherhood goes. Um, he talks about, you know, when uh, his son was being born about 16 years ago, that the doctors came rushing to him saying that uh, his wife needs an emergency C-section and he did not know how to handle it. And he uh, ended up closing up himself and to the world because he just didn't know what to do in that situation after his son was born, he just couldn't um, bond with his son. And so he, he went through a lot and now he is just literally storming the world as far as trying to help uh, other parents when it comes to uh, postpartum, uh, both male, female, mom, dads, uh, same sex. Uh, Mark Williams, Nikki is just doing amazing work in the UK. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll chase after them. <laughs> and love to have them on. Uh, that's, that's really great. Thank you so much, Tommy. So this brings us to the, the essential question here, which is, um, boy, do I have froggies in my throat today. <clears> throat> <You're drunk. laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um, what is, given what you've gone through, what is, what is one piece of advice, or maybe two, that you would give to people who are going through the caca right now. Uh, our listeners are people who are going through crisis now and are asking, how on earth am I going to get to the other side of this? Or am I going to get to the other side of this? And what would I, I'd like to know what you want to say to them. <laughs> the more I think about it, I, I go back to just some basic common sense. And that is, let others know you're hurting. Let others know that you need some help. I mean, I, I, I go through this with a lot of uh, other men and I just recently went through it myself where I, I closed down and didn't let even my wife know that I needed 
to talk, especially these days. I mean, um, you know, we, we see what happened in Minneapolis with uh, George Floyd. We see what's happening with people just being uh, stuck at home and have no outlets. And so letting others know that you need help. Um, I'm a big advocate when it comes to therapy. I'm a big advocate, though, when it comes to if you're having problems, Nikki, don't always go to your friends because if they're as screwed up as you are, you're just going to get even worse advice. So this is why I, I believe in going to a trained therapist and getting that help. But at the same time, you know, having, you know, here's the coolest thing, even with Zoom these days, Nikki, is, is having those, those Zoom cocktail parties, you know, just I know it's not personal. I know it's not intimate, but you still get to see people. You get to have conversations. And so my, my best advice, Nikki, to you, to your audience, to other listeners is just talk to people, just have conversations, just let them know that you're hurting or ask them, how are you doing? I mean, it's one of those things that when, when people are depressed and they're on the Golden Gate Bridge and they see somebody smiling at them or just looking at them saying, hey, how are you? They just saved a life without even knowing it. Yes. And you know, you, you started by saying that this is common sense and I think for some people it is, it is common sense and it makes, it makes a lot of sense when you're hurting, tell someone else, but it's not true for everyone. True. There, there are plenty of people who like their sort of commonsensical reaction is don't let anyone know that you're hurting. And you mentioned that this is something that you encourage men to do a lot. I think, I think it is somewhat gendered to make a stereo, you know, to make a generalization. You're right. You're right. That, that women do have, it's sort of more accepted. It's sort of more acceptable for women to reach out and ask for help, you know, and to say, not even so much ask for help, although that's true too, but to say, I'm hurting. I'm scared. I'm having a really, really hard time right now. And I don't have all the answers. And that's, I mean, you know, if you study Brene Brown, that's the stuff mm -hmm. of making yourself vulnerable and, yes. and making connections with other Love people. Her. And vulnerability actually is strength and courage and all, mm -hmm. all, all of the rest of that. And yes, I'm a huge, huge fan of Brene Brown and her research because, because making ourselves vulnerable is actually the number one thing, source of connection with other people. So I love your advice. I want to like, I want people to rewind the podcast <laughs> and listen to it like 10 more times. Because the magical things happen when you tell people that you're hurting. Magical things happen. You heal by saying it. You heal by naming it. You also heal by letting other people know because you give them an opportunity and it is an opportunity people want to help. Not everyone, but people generally speaking want to help. So you're giving a person an opportunity to give back to you the support that you need and that, and maybe a kind of support that you don't even know that you need. And if you don't tell people, you aren't giving anyone that opportunity. I'm going to tell you a quick story, Nikki. So I, I've been struggling uh, because um, my son works two jobs right now. So he is literally Monday through Sunday. And the last time we had seen him was on Easter. And so I kept that inside. 
And then uh, a couple of Fridays ago, um, I would, I would, I would admit this. My wife came home and I had a, a cocktail and she goes, what are you drinking? I said a lot because I was just, I, I was keeping all that inside Nikki that, um, and it was Father's Day weekend. And so that was even more depressing for me that I hadn't seen my son in months. And so this is why my wife is such a warrior, Nikki. And that is because she, she said, we're going to take a road trip on Sunday. I said, all right. And that road trip was, we went to go see my son at his, his weekend job. And it, it, it was, it was, was awesome. It was just awesome. And we brought Otis too. So Connor could see Otis oh. as well. So it was, it was a happy father's day yeah. after all, Nikki. Oh, win, win, win. Yes. win, win, win. He gets to see the puppy too. Yeah. Puppy equals joy. Yeah. yeah. Little fur babies equal joy. Yeah, I love that it. down. I got to write what? that down. Puppy equals Puppy joy. Equals joy. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so my last question for you, Tommy, is just a fun one. Since we on this podcast, is, we are all about being epic. Epic, epic. If you could have any superpower and it can't be one you already have, what would it be? This is going to sound like... Uh, unicorns pooping skittles while while they're wearing rose-colored glasses but i i want my superpower just give more love out there we need more love there's too much hate right now nikki we need more love that would be my superpower just to get more love out there in the form of a unicorn while i'm riding a unicorn with rose-colored glasses pooping skittles great that sounds good to me. My daughter Moxie would be way into that because she loves unicorns. And I admit, I, I adore unicorns too. Well, who doesn't? <sighs> Tommy, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for, for, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank, thank you, you for, for inviting me. Yeah. And thank you for sharing the story that you just did. I mean, Father's Day just happened. I mean, this is like, this is exclusive content, people. Tommy did not, has not shared this in any other outlet. This um, is true. This is true. Tell us, please, Tommy, how we can follow you. Where can we find you and learn more about you and learn more about the Blended Family? Uh, website is simply blendingthefamily.com. It's blendingthefamily.com. You can find me on the, uh, the Twitterverse at Blending Family, Blending Family. Same thing with Instagram. Sorry, not on Facebook. Can't do it. Just can't do it. But you'll find... Or even on LinkedIn, I'm known on LinkedIn as the Tommy Maloney. The Tommy the Maloney. Tommy Maloney. On LinkedIn. There you go. Only one. I had a this. You know, now I didn't even. This didn't even occur to me. My um my high school music teacher and the, my high school music teacher was Tom Maloney. His name really, my dad. Really good guy. All right. So this is Nikki Bruno and Tom Maloney, Tommy Maloney, with the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please visit theepiccomeback.com. Signing off. <laughs>